The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So in a few minutes, we'll explore um, walking practice. And, um, you know, walking is a great practice for daily life. Many of you perhaps have been taught a walking meditation on a residential retreat or maybe on a day long here. And yet the form that we often teach the walking practice for those formal kinds of meditation doesn't necessarily translate into a walking practice in our lives. Often we instruct, you know, lifting, moving, placing, noticing your feet as you walk. And, um, you know, going through a grocery store doing lifting, moving, placing is probably not going to get you through the grocery store very quickly and might look a little odd, too. So there are ways to practice with walking in a much more ordinary uh, way at normal speed and, um, and just kind of not focusing the attention. In, the, in that kind of walking meditation I was describing, there's more of a focus of the attention on the, on the feet. And so it, that also, the focus of attention then on the feet means that you can't be attending to the people that are around you, the content of what you're doing in the store, the interchange with, the, with other people. And so, again, it's, it's, it's limited in terms of its capacity for daily life. So I'm going to explore with you some, uh, um, I'm going to offer you two walking practices today and let you explore both of them. The first one is a slightly structured, is a somewhat structured walking practice, but it offers a little bit more openness. So you're not focusing down on any one experience, but it begins to give you a sense of what it might be like to do a walking meditation while taking in seeing and hearing and moving um, through space taking in kind of that whole sense of that experience. And then another um, walking practice that is, that is even more open, that it's just kind of seeing if you can stay with being aware just of where the attention goes in your walk. So walking, again, is a great place to explore bringing mindfulness in our daily lives because we, we walk so much. We walk... In our, in our homes, we walk in our buildings, we walk to our cars, we walk in stores. We're, we're walking all the time. And typically we are, again, we're focused on what we're doing, where we're going, rather than being aware of what we are doing, the walking itself. And surprisingly, I've seen as I've, I've explored more of a connection with, with walking itself, I've seen that um, there's an awful lot of time that we spend walking where we are not really focused on what we're doing. You know, not, there's not, I mean, we might think that, oh, I, I can't be mindful while I'm walking through the grocery store because I have to focus on what I'm doing in the grocery store. But if you really start to look at what's going on while you're in the grocery store, a lot of the time your mind's thinking about something else anyway. And maybe not something that's that useful. So exploring what it might mean to, to bring the attention right into what's happening here. There may be times that you have to engage with a conversation uh, and awareness may get lost in that time, although not necessary for that to happen, but often does. And yet there's a lot more capacity and place for mindfulness in our daily lives, especially around walking, than, than we might give ourselves credit for. 
And so I'm going to offer you um, a couple things. The first thing is that what we're going to explore now when we do the walking is an ordinary pace walking. So it's not going to be a slow, modulated walking. And I'm going to encourage you actually to take a walk through the neighborhood and uh, not do the back-and-forth walking that we often teach on residential retreat or in our, in our um, day longs. So taking a walk through the neighborhood. The first thing I'll encourage, which is so supportive in general for meditation practice, is to see if there can be some relaxation. So start with relaxing. And a good place to explore what it means to relax while walking is to explore what pace of walking feels really comfortable. So experiment a little bit, slightly faster pace, slightly slower pace, and be, be present with, with kind of the sense of comfort and uh, ease in the, in the mind and in the body while you're exploring that pace. And at some point you may find the pace that just feels like, oh yeah, this feels pretty good. You know, the mind can land here and be aware and the body feels comfortable and at ease. And so start with that. Maybe take the first four or five minutes and just explore the pace. And then when you find a pace that feels comfortable, the first practice that I'm going to suggest is uh, it's, it's, um, it's a s- rotation between four areas of experience that are happening for us while we're walking. They're, they're, they're just going to be happening while we're walking. And so we, we let each one of these four areas kind of come to the fore for a few, a few seconds and then switch to the next one and then to the next one. And so these four areas are the field of seeing, the field of seeing, knowing seeing is happening, the second being the field of hearing, knowing that hearing is happening, the third being the physicality of the body moving. This might be the whole body, or maybe it'll be something more specific, like legs or arms moving, So just however you can connect with the feeling of the body moving. And then the fourth being the contact of the feet on the ground. So this this is a little more grounding for those of you who are more familiar with the the, um, contact of the feet on the ground in walking meditation. This gives you a chance to land there for a few seconds before going back to seeing, hearing, body moving through space, feet touching the ground. And so this is just a simple switching between these areas of of experience. And what I often encourage is just, um, you know, find a pace of switching that also feels easeful or comfortable for you or natural for you. For some people, you know, four or five steps with each one of these areas. You know, so just let yourself land with seeing for four or five steps. And then switch to, to hearing, taking in the experience of hearing for four or five steps. And then switch to the feeling of the body moving for four or five steps. And then switch to the contact of feet on the ground for four or five steps. And then go back. Just keep rotating through. Some people have said after practicing this that they find it's more helpful to take a longer time with each one. More like 30 seconds with seeing. And then switch 30 seconds with hearing. And so again, play with it. See what works for you, what feels most resonant for you in terms of what supports you to be present. So a couple of things about um, 
in particular the seeing and hearing pieces because these are areas i mean the hearing we've done we 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 do often do some in our sitting meditation we we notice that hearing is happening and we we may linger with it for a while sometimes we might even do a hearing meditation in our sitting practice but we don't as often practice with seeing meditation and so when you're taking a walk while you're oriented towards the seeing aspect you might be curious about a particular shift that can happen when we're seeing there might be just a sense of taking in seeing as a general thing. You're not really looking at anything in particular, but just kind of knowing what's around, kind of the, the ambient experience of seeing, just knowing that. And then at some point, something will draw the attention. There'll be a sound, and you, your attention shifts because of the sound. Or there'll be a movement, and your attention shifts because you see a bird flying across your field of vision and it's like it's like we 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 can't even control it it just happens it's very natural that we orient in this way and so to be curious about this shift from what i'll call seeing which is just knowing seeing and looking when when our attention is drawn to something the same thing in the terrain of hearing. We can be curious about that. Sometimes when we're in that field of hearing, it might just be taking in the ambient sound, you know, just wind or, and not really focusing on anything. And maybe sound of cars, just kind of being in the background. Like it almost feels like there's background sound, but nothing that's particularly drawing the attention. But then again, we might hear a dog bark and suddenly we're listening to that. Or hear the sound of a finch and suddenly we're listening to the song, the bird song. So what is it, you know, noticing that shift from hearing to listening to when the attention kind of focuses down. So this is, um, this is a very useful um, kind of practice to see when the attention um, picks up on something from being in a place of relative relaxation and openness, and then it picks up on something, it's not a problem that it's picked up on, like looking at a car or looking at a bird or looking at a flower. It's not a problem. But often what happens in that moment is that our minds get so interested in what the attention is drawn to that we forget about the mindfulness. And we start thinking about the flower or the car or the bird instead of being aware, oh, looking at a bird is happening. So this is, this is one of the key places, I think, when the attention shifts suddenly like that. This is one of the key places that mindfulness tends to get lost. And this also happens in our sitting meditation. And so this, this kind of phenomenon of the attention shifting from one thing to another and, not, and are not noticing that shift of attention. And so this... This practice of exploring this shift of attention can also be helpful for our sitting meditation. So the second, um, oh, actually a little bit more about this first one, the, the rotating between seeing, hearing. And I remember the order kind of top to bottom. So seeing, hearing, ears a little bit lower than the eyes, body moving through space, this kind of area, and then feet touching the ground. And I also will use a kind of a note 
a little reminder to myself where I'm orienting the attention. So while I'm connecting with seeing, I might just gently, quietly in my mind say, seeing, seeing, seeing is happening. And then shift, hearing, hearing, moving, moving, and touching for the feet contacting the ground. If that doesn't seem useful for you, you don't need to, to do it, but that it, it can be supportive at times, so you could explore whether the, the little noting uh, supports you to be present or not. The other um, walking instructional offer is much more um, open, and if you haven't practiced a very open walking practice before, you might want to start with the structured one before shifting to try the open one. The open one, I'd again encourage you to start with relaxation, finding a pace that feels comfortable. And then the practice simply becomes noticing that you're aware and where is the attention? What am I aware of? Moment to moment. And and a question might be, what's obvious right now? Maybe seeing's obvious or maybe the body moving through space is obvious or maybe a thought is obvious or an emotion is obvious Something, something in the mind also might be obvious. And so just letting yourself stay connected. What's obvious right now? What's obvious right now? This is more of a practice of noticing the attention shifting moment to moment. It might be that for a little while the, the attention is on seeing and then something happens and, oh, I heard a bird. And so now the attention shifted to hearing for a little while. And then, and then there's a little bit of a, a rough spot on the sidewalk and then my attention shifts to the, the sensation of the contact of the ground. And then there's a kind of a curiosity or delight that arises and I'm noticing that. And so you're just noticing the shift of attention from experience to experience to experience. So... Any questions about these practices? And uh, I I do, I don't want to take too many questions because I want to have you try it and then come back with what your questions are following it. But just anything not clear or confusing about about the, the instructions. Any questions? Okay. So we'll take half an hour for this. Um, so until 2.40... And then we'll come back and we'll um, it will explore how that was for you. So enjoy your walk. And so, what did you notice about the uh, the walking, or any questions? I'm open to both. Uh, just a description of anything you noticed that might have been surprising or unusual. Um, the the shifting from the kind of broad awareness to maybe more focused and then how easy it is to kind of get lost when you're in the focused space like you're aware and then you're focused on something and you're like I don't know it's almost like there's like a river or a train and the momentum of the thing yeah that, that's it's, there's very much a habit it's it's not the thing itself, well, uh, yeah. but it's the yeah. habit of how we relate to things. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, it's just a very strong pull when yeah. that kind of attention happens to have the habit of kind of going in that stream. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a strong pull. And yet it is something we can learn. 
um, to, to become aware of that. And then, you know, then we can also recognize, oh, I'm focused on this. And you can be aware while you're focused. So sometimes people might think, oh, I'm focused. I should go back to this. I should go right. back to open. Yes. Um, and yet, if that's the way we think, if we think that's mindfulness, there's a lot of daily life that's going to be off limits because we do have to focus. So, so you know, to, to begin to explore in this terrain of, oh, the mind is focused, looking at something is happening, and I can know that. And it can be really simple, just, yeah, looking is happening right now. Um, and, and there might be some sense of curiosity or um, some relationship that we can also notice there. And that, that shift, seeing how it kind of gets lost in that shift. Yes. Because it can be there and then it can be there, but then the transition is... In the transition is, tends to be where yes, it happens. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah, in front of you. So I, my um, comfortable pace was a lot slower than what I usually do out in the world. Uh-huh. And then um, on seeing, that was very interesting and um, I remembered the instruction, and so I said, okay, well, I'll listen now, and that, that was okay. And it took me a really long time to move um, past that. So you, you just, you just kind of got interested in the seeing and listening, seeing and hearing pieces. Yeah, and then yeah. E- eventually toward the end, I went, oh, um, that was like four parts, so okay, <laughs> let's, yeah. you know, let's feel the body. And that was... Uh, But it sounds like you you were interested enough in the seeing and hearing that it wasn't that you weren't mindful. It's just that the mind kind of got interested in those, or what what happened there? Um, Well, I knew what the... I I used the mic. I knew the instruction had four parts. So, um, yeah, it was... Just certain parts seemed very interesting to me, and the other... um, So the moving and the feet touching the ground were less interesting in a way. Is that what you're pointing to? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and I think, too, when we first start touching into something, like being aware of seeing and knowing that seeing is happening, it can be so interesting because we haven't done it before. (laughs) So, yeah. And and it is very interesting to notice how the attention shifts from thing to thing. And yet the same thing can happen in the moving as well. It's kind of a subtler kind of experience. So I would encourage you to, you know, just keep playing with the, the other areas um, because there, there can be subtler things going on there that might not seem interesting on the surface. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. Pass the... Um, I think one thing that kind of a theme that struck for me in my experience was uh, whether it's seeing and then turning into the looking or the hearing and then turning into the listening. As soon as I zoomed in into the looking, it was such a touch and go to thought, like a thought. It was almost like, you know, almost like barely landing on the looking and immediately a thought like takes me away. Yep. Um, that's that. That's that kind of greased slide that we were just talking about. Yeah. Yes. But it it almost even got me had an inquiry like, oh, is it really the looking that is the start of it, or is there even 
something uh-huh. else that preceded uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. So that was like yeah. the inquiry that I had. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What did you notice? I, I almost, it, it almost felt that in that broader awareness, even before I acknowledged that I'm looking, that there was some, I don't know, I want to say pull or, or some kind of like mm-hmm. a inclination or, or heading into a direction. Uh-huh. It's possible. I mean, it, so this is, so, there are different ways it can happen. So, you know, be, be curious about how it is happening, which it sounds like what you were doing is to, to be exploring just what is happening. I mean, it might simply be that you're kind of in the field of seeing and some visual cue draws the attention. And then it's kind of automatic, you know, a, a movement or color or something will draw the attention simply because it's almost like that's how we're designed, you know, as human beings. Sometimes it might be more along the lines of just a subtle mental shift of a little bit of boredom or or something, and the mind kind of goes, what else can I do here? <laughs> and then it starts looking for something to do. Yeah, so it begged the question, is it in this broad awareness, if some thought was coming in, and through that tangent of thinking that I become Drawn into, drawn into looking. something, yes. So that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, which one happened yeah. first? And 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 it's it can be different at different times. Yeah. yeah. So there's probably not only one answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a great inquiry because it does begin to point out. I mean, really, what this is pointing out is how everything that happens to us is conditioned. You know, so we don't necessarily we don't necessarily look without some conditions, and that condition may be something external in the world that kind of. Um, creates a, a strong set of conditions for the looking, or it might be something in our mind that creates the conditions for for the looking to happen. Yeah. And the yeah. other thing I noticed was um, I had an aversion to all, like, words or texts as I was walking. <laughs> it was interesting, like, wow, there's so many signs, there's so many dental parking, and then I looked down and I was like, water, you know. <laughs> it, it, it was interesting to see the aversion. It's almost like don't. Uh, I knew like looking at the words, interpreting it, it, it would trigger the thinking, uh-huh. and so there was like an aversion to try to shy away from it. But in shying away from it, I noticed the prevalence of uh-huh. the signs. Yeah, and so, so were you able to just simply recognize? Oh, there's aversion here too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I almost felt a little like almost like putting too much effort to try to avoid it. Uh huh. There there's an aversion effort. in that, right? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Working too yeah. hard. Yeah. And actually this, this piece about the relationship to what we're noticing is a, is a piece we're going to explore a little bit more in depth. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. Anyone else? Yeah, Kumi. And maybe one or two more. Did you say you don't look without condition? I would say Yes. <laughs> we also don't see without conditions. <laughs> I mean, everything, everything that happens to us, is there, is there are conditions that are associated with it. And so the fact that we have eyes and that light is happening, you know, that the sun is up, means that we're seeing color. When the sun goes down and there's no moon, we don't see color. So that's, that's condition in terms of seeing. And sometimes if it gets dark enough, we can't see at all. 
Um, so there are conditions associated with it. If we have an illness that um, you know makes our our eyes um, blind, then we can't we can't see. So conditions again. The the shift to looking in particular has some conditions of the movement of the attention. There's something that motivates the attention to shift. Some experience, some some thought, some physical condition will will motivate that to happen. So there is no original thoughts or original they are all conditioned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 conditions all the way down. <laughs> yeah, maybe one more. Yeah. So I feel very challenged by sitting meditation. And I found that I really like this particular walking meditation with areas to focus on. And for some reason, the one that I was most challenged about was moving through space. Mm-hmm. You know, that piece of it, the, the moving through space, there's some subtle sensations there. I mean, you can, you can, you can focus on um, you know, some grosser movements, like the swinging of the arms or the movement of the legs. Um, but the movement itself, the feeling of movement, is actually a pretty subtle experience. And so sometimes you just kind of can put your attention. I kind of just put my attention here and know that I'm moving at times, and, and that's enough. You don't have to try to figure it out. It's, it's just let yourself be kind of land here and know that you're moving and just touch into as much as you is is obvious so you don't have to try to like figure it out um but let's let's actually i don't know if this will we'll we'll see let's try this we're gonna all stand up here you know feet maybe about hip width apart and um you can let your eyes close and without like holding yourself rigid see if it's possible to stand perfectly still and notice what you notice so not tightening the muscles but also seeing can I hold myself still And what do you notice? Okay, so let's sit down and what did you notice there? Was it possible to hold yourself still in the first place? Usually not because... I mean, basically, we are, we are responding to the pull of gravity. You know, we fall a little bit this way, and then the body corrects, and we fall a little bit that way. And so the feeling of movement is actually the feeling of the pull of gravity, and then the muscles responding to that. So sometimes it can actually feel almost like a magnet. At one point, I thought, wow, who's got this magnet that's pulling my body? It's like, oh, the earth. The earth has a magnet. This is gravity. <laughs> So what did you notice in terms of, did any of you notice kind of little subtle movement sensations so you could notice that? Yeah. 
in your feet especially, yeah, the shifting of weight. Um, anybody notice some kind of broader ex- sensations? Um, yeah. The, yeah, the leaning forward and back can happen, yes. Yeah, anybody else? And I'll just repeat. In. I felt kind of tightening to try to stay still. Yeah, so that's the, that's the mm. muscles yeah. moving, yes. actually. Yeah. yeah, anybody else? Yeah. Subtle micro adjustments happening. Yeah, I, I felt that too. Just kind of like, almost like little pats <laughs> all over the body. Yeah. Like a flow, like a flowing, a flowing stillness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of a. <laughs> it can be very pleasant to play with it because it, you know, if you just attune to the experience of the movement. So again, I, I, I gave you the instruction try to hold yourself still without holding yourself rigid. And that can highlight the movement. And so you can play with that and just and see what happens. And, and that's the, the subtlety of it. It's pretty quiet little movements, right? It's pretty quiet little sensations. And so sometimes in the grosser movement of walking, it gets, it's harder to feel that. But, but that's, the, that's the beginning. That's, that's what it is pointing to, is that kind of experience. The, just the, the, the feeling of the pull or the falling off balance or, yeah. Or just the grosser movements, the muscle movements too. So let's move on. 